1: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. ATT.
2: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the Everyday Guy. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
3: With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
4: Hello, I'm Sayida Garrett, an uppity knitter and host of the Uppity Knitter podcast, Celebrity Hobbies Uncovered, a show about your favorite celebrities and their unusual hobbies. Welcome. My guest today is the remarkable actor, writer, director, and comedian, who has a long list of TV, stand-up, and film credits, including Scary Movie 1 and 2, Haunted House 1 and 2, White Chicks 1, and maybe 2 if the money's right, and Requiem for a Dream, and Oscar-nominated Respect, along with Jennifer Hudson. Mr. Marlon Wayans, thanks so much for gracing us with your presence. I'm sure you have 511 other things you could have been doing today, but you're here.
5: When they say said it with you, I said I'm in.
4: Excellent. Love you for that. Before we get started, many of you have asked why I'm calling this the Uppity Knitter Podcast. Well, although I'm known as a singer-songwriter, folks are often surprised to learn that my favorite hobbies are knitting and crocheting. The name, however, came from a personal experience that I had in a knit shop on the west side of L.A. Mm. I walked in and saw that there was a little knitting circle going on, so I decided to sit down and sit down for a few minutes and knit with these ladies These white ladies on the west side. And the woman sitting next to me had some knitting in her lap. And I said, wow, that's really, that's beautiful. What are you knitting with? She says, oh, this is just cotton. Then she looked over in my lap and said, what are you knitting with? I said, this is cashmere. She said, oh, aren't you an uppity knitter? Oh, wow. I said, what Uh, did you say? (laughs) She said, knitter. I said, knitter. (laughs) So she, I she kn-
5: got hit first. And then I'd have been like, you, wait, oh, you said knitter. I'm sorry. Let me help you up. I had to lay hands when I went like, what
4: are you calling a nigga? <laughs> It was so great to watch her face just turn this incredible color of beet red that I'd never seen before. She was That's so, so embarrassed that she thought that I thought she said the N-word and I loved it so much. So... I've decided just to embrace that name for my podcast. And now I'm I'm inviting my favorite celebrities to talk about their unusual hobbies. So, Marlon, tell us what hobby or hobbies that you have that folks would be surprised to know that you're into. Um, I have a bunch of stuff that I'm into that I'm really not good at,
5: but I'm into. (laughs) Okay. And that's what's weird. I never have (laughs) enough time to get really good at what I want to – like make a hobby. I just I just don't have time because everything all my hobbies normally was stuff that I was interested in doing like writing movies and then after I learned to write movies then it was you know producing movies and once we were producing movies it was like okay I'm gonna learn to do stand up and now I'm doing stand up and so now outside of my industry of comedy and filmmaking i I like music. Like I like but I don't know how to do any of it. I know I I, I got a piano <laughs> I'm not great, but I play. I play. I right. like. I'm terrible. I can read music, but not. It's like third grade reading, right? I uh-huh. can't read it. It doesn't go from my straight from the book into my hand into the playing. Got it. I have to study, but I know some notes. When I get down here, when i gonna get down the keyboard. Some of those notes, I don't know if that's an F. I don't know if it's a C. It's close <laughs> enough. That don't sound right. That don't look like the key signature. But I've taught myself how to. Read music and uh, you know, I like playing P I like playing guitar. I just don't know how to play. But I've learned all the chords. Like I know C and I know A and I know D nice. and I, I know C and I know G and I and I, I know all these chords, I know F, but ask me to put it together in a song, I can't do it. I don't I don't this hand ain't working yet. So heart. I'm working my way little by little to like songwriting. I want to write songs, right? But I don't have time. To make it a song, so I just write a whole
4: experience <laughs> of stuff that rhymes. That's called spoken word, brother. That's call it's
5: called spoken it's, word. Kind of it is, <laughs> but but it's it, it's spoken rap. But it, it's it, it it but it could be a song. I don't know. But I just like expression, right? I think in this lifetime, I don't want any regrets. My mother always wanted a musician in the family. And we were all like, "Look, comedy is our thing, man And I love my mom so much because I was a, I'm baby, that you know, I, I, oh, I dedicated myself to learning enough about music so that I can honor that
4: for her. Aww. Are you the baby of the family? Oh
5: yeah, I'm the baby. Of, yeah, of the of, of the, the, whole Not, the whole clan. Not the whole. No, no, no. I got too many nephews and nieces and grandkids. No, I'm talking
4: about your mama clan. Your
5: mama clan. My mama clan. I'm the baby. Okay. Last one. Wow. So I I try to fulfill everything she wanted.
4: Well, I heard that
5: you collected sneakers. That's another hobby. Okay. Sneakers and clothes. It's sad. Like one of my rooms is full of sneakers and clothes. I'm actually. I started this thing, Marlon's closet, because I have so many clothes and Mm. I don't need that many. I wanna. I wanna change that hobby. So I I started this thing Marlon's Closet on my Instagram and I'm selling all my clothes. Got I it. I don't I don't want them. I I signed something for the fans and let them buy it, let them have it worn by me, and you guys Aww. enjoy it. But I I just that was a great time in my life, but I want I want a more minimalistic lifestyle. I understand. How did you? I I just want to wear the things that you knit for me. <laughs> I want to be an uppity knitter. You,
4: you go up and... Whoa, careful. Got to pronounce them T's. Pronounce <laughs> them T's. Said, I said knitter. <laughs> I said knitter. I just have a New York accent. You have a sneaker collection though, right?
5: I have a crazy sneaker collection.
4: So what got you started collecting all those crazy sneakers? Poverty. I remember
5: I was... I was a kid. I asked my dad, I think I was in the third grade. And we asked my dad for these Adidas. And he said, no. So me and my brother went looking for the Adidas and we found them for $19. Hmm. And they, they this is when the shell toe Adidas was out. But these didn't have a shell. I came back home and my dad made us take the sneakers back because he said $19 was way too much for sneakers. Wow! And then another time, and we got them on sale for 19 bucks. Mm. So then another time I was going to find some Pro Keds and I was about seven, eight years old. And I was with my nephew's dad, Mark, and we walked from 16th Street, Ninth Avenue, all the way up to Harlem, looking for a store to get the Pro Keds with the, not the ones with two stripes on the side, because those was like $21. I was looking for the two stripes, for the three stripes, and those three stripes were $14. <laughs> I only had $13, Aww. and I couldn't negotiate with the man for that extra dollar. So Mark gave me the extra dollar so I could get those pair of kids. And then from there, I started working in sneaker stores at Barney's, New York. Nice. And I always said to myself, when I get money, I don't want cars, I don't want jewelry, I want sneakers. And now I have 1,200, 1,300
4: pairs of sneakers. Shut the front door. Door,
5: Yeah. And I, I have a room that is filled with designer clothes because I sneakers and clothes. I went on to work in five sneaker stores, four sneaker stores growing up. I worked in Athletes Foot, U.S. Athletics um, Foot Locker. And there was one more. And I've worked there my whole teenage years. And I used to dream about having my own basically sneaker store.
4: Wow.
5: I'm a true sneakerhead.
4: Do you have a pair of sneakers that are on your radar or on your wish list that you don't have yet?
5: Yes. Uh the the Yeezys, it's the Yeezy twos. It's the ones he came out with was black and pink. Those and his red his uh the Yeezy Red Octobers. They're like the red this is like the first ones he came out with, but now they're like 50 grand. So
4: Shut up. Chow. Ain't no, Sneak. unless they speak French, ain't no sneaker's worth. Even if they speak French, I ain't buying them. <laughs> no, no c'est fou plait. Who has the biggest or the best sneaker collection that you've ever seen? Uh, Me. Really? Where yeah. do you store your collection? Is it uh, the well, collection in your uh, house or at a, some storage unit well, or an apartment in Jersey like uh, Bachel, some somewhere? I'm else. moving it all to a storage unit because
5: it's taking up too much room in my house. And I, I like I said, I just want my rooms to be my rooms and my house to be my house. I'm tired of um, like making a room where I can have people and guests. A room for clothes and inanimate objects that I'm only, I'm not going to use.
4: Do you wear so. all the sneakers that you own, or do you buy some no. to collect them?
5: Some I don't wear. Like I, I have sneakers. I I I have a pair of. It's funny because when Virgil was doing the off-white Nike collabos. Yeah. I just kept buying those because I loved them, and then Virgil passed, and now all the price of the sneakers went up. So you know, wow. I'm just gonna hold them. Do you They're ever resell item.
4: your sneakers?
5: Yeah, on um, Marlon's Closet, right, which is uh, off my Instagram. You could click Marlon's Closet, and um, and I I sell that, and I sell clothes that I don't, I no longer want to wear. I wear, it, and I don't wear my clothes a lot. I got so many clothes, I don't wear them a lot. So. When I sell stuff, something something like uh,
4: brand new. I haven't worn it all. Wow. What is the craziest shoe you've ever collected?
5: Uh the craziest shoe I've ever collected. I wish I had them out here. Um, craziest shoe I ever collected. Some of the Rick Owens um Converse Collabos, they have like these long, they're long and they have like a square foot. And and, and they're weird, but they're dope. Okay. So those and maybe there was a pair of off-white Air Force Ones that just came out that have pink like treads on the bottom, but they look like they're, they're cleats. So those are weird Whoa. too. Oh. And I got a pair of Elmo inspired Nikes. They're they're that they kind of like that.
4: Elmo from from Elmo that Elmo. Yeah, from from Sesame, Sesame Street. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been asked to donate a pair of your sneakers to charity?
5: I have. I I I donate it to charity. I, I donate. I always donate. Like I, growing up poor, made me look at my projects and go, "How can I be of service?" And so I, you know, sometimes like I've, I've been thinking about doing a collab with Marlon's Closet to give kids and, you know, on, on in the in the hood sneakers for when they go back to school, they can feel fly. Um, Aww. and also I, but I, I've been lately, I, I built their gym so that they, when they do wear their sneakers, they have a place to play basketball. So I rebuilt the gym in my projects. Um, so where's I'm,
4: that? I'm where's that? Where's that?
5: On 26th street and ninth Avenue. Uh, the in Hudson Hill. Mm-hmm.
4: Nice. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that.
5: I'm trying to be somebody. I think you're only as success to me, isn't what you achieve. It's, it's how you make people feel. And I think if, if you can correct, if you know you grew up a certain way and if you can improve upon that experience and you're at a place in your life where you can, why not re-raise yourself?
4: Why not? You have an endorsement yeah. deal? Not yet. Do you have a favorite brand of sneakers? Um, You know, I like them all,
5: but I, w- I would say, you know, I know a lot about sneakers, so you know, I I know about like I I, I in college I actually did a report and it, I kind of winged it because I did the Reebok Pump versus the Nike Airs, and I broke down their midsole, I broke down their lateral support, I broke down the function of the sneaker and which one was better and. Like I really, I, I take the time to educate myself on on sneakers and that's what i working in the sneaker store. So I really like, I like Nike's, but I like Adidas. I think all of them have potential. I just think who's the designer and, you know, what's their take on a sneaker? Like Yeezy's uh, collaboration with Adidas is pretty fire. Hmm. You know, I think um, Jay Lorenzo's um, Jerry Lorenzo's collaboration with Nike in fear of God was dope, but now he's over at Adidas as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they, what he drops, but I think it's all about the designer and what their take is. And eventually, I wanna I wanna do my own sneaker. I was gonna ask you that, I- I do, I got so many dope ideas, I'm I've, just gonna do it.
4: I love it, I would encourage that. I encourage anybody to do anything that they are creatively inspired to do. We're sitting here with Mr. Marlon Wayans, and we'll be right back after this short break.
1: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. ATT.
6: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut. Also available in Grapefruit and Lavender Scents at a nearby retail store.
2: Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
4: Welcome back to the Uppity Knitter podcast. We're here with Mr. Marlon Wayans. Check this How out. I'm not a sneakerhead or a sneaker pimp, but there <laughs> well, I... It's a sneaker pimp. A You, sneaker around, pimp. you don't know what a sneaker... People, pimp. Where am I, Where am I? Don't you know what a sneaker pimp is? A sneaker pimp is, there was this this English group who had somebody on the road with them. Their only job was wherever they were in the world, that person's job was to go around and find sneakers for the people in the band. So they dubbed him their sneaker pimp. That is so funny. So they wouldn't have to go out and and buy the sneakers. He would go get them and bring them to him wherever country or city they were in. That's crazy. um, I just discovered... I don't know if you've heard of this brand, but this shoe, baby, is like butter. It's called Go APL. It. Are you familiar APL, with APLs? Yeah. Oh, oh, I love them so much. That's the best fitting shoe I've ever worn. It's it's like it's like air, pillows of air for my feet. I just I don't even have a deal with this company, but I'm. You know what the best best sandals are? What the Yeezys? Yeezys.
5: Really. Mm hmm. The Yeezy, just, uh, they're
4: just not attractive. track
5: uh, crop. No, they they feel like I I wear them in, on on the airplanes. They're just super super comfortable. That and the um the uh, Fear of God sandals are really comfortable too. Huh. Crocs are dope too.
4: I might have to check that. I'm not a crop person. No, no. You can take uh, your crop and put them in the river with the other. <laughs> With, with, with the crocodiles, and they'll, and they'll float. They, they probably, you're right. They would float right on down. You would
5: the love river. these. They, they they just it's just so soft on the bottom of your feet. It makes me not want to wear shoes.
4: I might have to try that because I've seen a couple of people. Like I was in Vegas seeing the um, Silk Sonic, and in the. Casino, they were everywhere, and I—I I finally asked this one woman, "Are those really comfortable?" She said, "Oh my God, they're the most comfortable shoe I've ever worn." So I might yeah, have to try not, it. Not even expensive. I got mine for like a hundred dollars. Really? All right. Mm-hmm. How do you keep all your shoes organized? Do you do you photograph them and catalog them in some way?
5: I photograph them on the outside. I take a picture right right here, and then wow. I just. Place it so I don't have to open the box up. Yes. I know what it is. Got and it. And I got all my shoes with the shoes section. And,
4: and they're all, all in my, the original boxes.
5: Um, I try to keep the original box. I don't do the whole plastic thing because I think that something about uh, when uh once the shoes oxidate, they start turning yellow. So I like keeping them in what? the original. What? Yeah, like the soles will turn yellow. I like my soles white. And over time, you know, some sneakers you have to get rid of because they're just, it's natural. They get, Over 20 years, they're going to turn, you know, color.
4: Wow. I did not know about the whole oxidation thing in sneakers. Yeah,
5: that's real. Huh. And
4: then to the wash your sneakers, everybody
5: wants to use, well, we got to use this solution. of Soap, water, I grabbed me some Dove, pink or white, and some soap toothbrush maybe, but I get a
4: white washcloth so I can see where the dirt is going and I just clean them as soon as you wear them. Then you put them back in the box. Nice. Do you have? Uh, do you ever have a certificates of authenticity made up for the sneakers that you sell? Um, no, but I do. Um,
5: when I, I do a thing for Marlin's Closet, I'll sign um, the card so that they know that, you know, that they purchased it from me and I'll write a little letter like enjoy or much love, live, love, laugh. I'll sign up uh-huh. the card and that's the, the um, seal of uh, authenticity.
4: You, you, We know you come from a, a huge family. Do any huge. of your other... We in a family, we a gang. <laughs> oh, by the way, give Kim my love. We used to do a yoga class together in Santa Monica. I will. She's, she's the best. She's the bomb. Not the same kind of spirit, just nice people. She's the, She's a sweetheart. I mean... I, I'm nobody. She didn't have to say squat to me in that class. Oh, no, she no, was... she's a fan. She loves she, you. She
5: Kim's a big music fan too. She loves you. She's sweet, just sweet.
4: So, do any of your uh, other siblings collect sneakers? Do you guys have no? A comp- no, I'm the only one. Wow, Sean kind of collected, but he has
5: one brand he loves. He has like maybe three brands he loves, and he's not for some reason he loves Giuseppe Zanote and he w- has like. I don't know, fifty pairs of those. That's a so great shoe. He loves those. I, I'm. That's a great I, shoe I,
4: designer. I'm not faithful. You're faithful. No, I, I, oh, I'm. Oh, you're all not. The place. Oh, I see. I see. No. Do you do you find that collecting sneakers is uh, therapeutic for you, calming, or is it exciting and thrilling to find a, a pair it, of sneakers? It, it used to
5: be exciting. Now I'm at a point where I have so many shoes that I started hating me every time I come home, and there's a box from like stock x and i'm just like
4: what did i what did i, what <laughs> what did did I, I buy, buy? <laughs> what did i buy now you sound like my husband when when the amazon boxes come to the house oh my god what I hate did me. you buy I, I now i come here sometime
5: i come off the room there's like 50 boxes and I'm like, oh my god what did i you do know
4: bill Maher would tell you to take your ass to the store and leave amazon out of it you know that right yeah because then i starve to death
5: okay <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't have time to cook i don't have time to go like
4: for me, everything, I, I like where the world is right now where I could just order stuff and go. Um, do you think that not just your celebrity, but your your passion for collecting sneakers has helped you connect with uh, new people or people that you wouldn't normally be in contact with in um, your everyday life? I think it helped
5: me connect with the youth. It's generational, right? So like my son and his boys think I'm the coolest dude. Because I got all these old sneakers. sneakers. I got sneakers dating back to Wayans Brothers. You look at Wayans Brothers episodes, and you like, oh, Marlon got the Jordan 11s on? And that's the first drop. Like, I actually wow. wore the first drop of Jordan 11s. And now they're reissuing them and rebooting them. And like, I wore the originals. And that's what my son gets so happy to be like, yo, my dad got those. He Do got you always buy them together. in
4: your size?
5: Oh, yeah. He wear, he, <laughs> My son's only a size 11. He wishes he was uh, a size 12.
4: I bet he does. Give him another year. It'll happen. No, he's 20. It's a wrap. Oh, I'm it's a wrap. Like, yes. I'm you sorry. You got to wear like three pairs of socks. I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> but now he's in my clothes, so that's okay.
4: Okay. I know you were really, really close to your mom. May she rest in peace. Yes. Growing up, did she encourage you towards any hobbies or?
5: Music. My mother
4: was ah. like, you should-
5: Getting the music, and my brother Sean is so hard headed. He hated music, he hated it. He loves it now, he's a DJ. But growing up, mm-hmm. my mother was trying to make him play an instrument, and he was playing. I remember he had a trumpet, and he used to play, I like you truly. And my mom would be so proud until he hit that you know, boy, you can't hear what's wrong with you. Because my mother her. was a, a, a singer, so really, you know, she, when she was a little girl, they performed at Apollo, huh, and the Sisters.
4: Oh, as what did they have a as group? the
5: Green Sisters? The Green Ooh. Sisters. I wish I could find that tape of them. They won the Apollo like three or four times.
4: Oh wow, it's out there. I bet it's out
5: uh, there. I wish. You talking nineteen forty-two? That's before they had. I don't think cameras was made yet. Oh, as somebody let somebody drew them. <laughs>
4: You are silly. Oh, my God. This has been so much fun. I, I would like to end this show with a, a, a little segment that I called Nita. What? I ask my guests, what was something that happened to them either recently or in, in the past that they felt was shocking or surprising or an, oh, no, they didn't kind of moment? And I call it Nitta What? Do you have a story? Oh. What, what say you?
5: Ah, oh, man, the last of what moment I had, I was backstage at a concert with Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl. And then some dude, this was after this, this Chris Rock, Will Smith slap thing. And some dude came on stage to try to tackle Dave. And Dave is, you know- Oh, you were there deep.
4: for that? I, I right heard backstage. about
5: that. And I, I was part of the show. I was like, wait a second. That don't look right. So. I went over there yeah. to look. And of course the, the, the hood brother and me came out and I wanted to get my stomping, but I seen security was doing a damn good job of stopping yes. him. He even looked like the same race. He <laughs> was all swollen. I think he started out black, brother look Asian by the end. They had, they hit him and his head went ba ba.
4: Wow, like, oh I man. Said,
5: when he came on stage, I said, "Nitto, what? <laughs> what? What
4: is wrong with you?
5: Like, you know, that's that, that, but it goes to show. Now everybody, you know, now everybody is uh, accessible.
4: That's so true. It's so true. Thank you so much.
5: You're welcome. Thank you, Mr. Marlon Wayans.
4: I love you. Thank you, And I hope to see you very, very soon.
5: I love you too. And I would love for you to make me a hoodie with uppity knitter knitted. On the front in different <laughs> colors, like your hat, but a black hoodie with the knitting uppity knitter.
4: Oh man, I might have to do that for you, man. Do that for me. I might black, have to. You got black it. Black hoodie, double XL, heavy quality, and just t- <laughs> just uppity knitter and knit right there. You got yes. it. You got it. I might have to All do right? that. I adore I'll, you. I'll
5: post it on my gram.
4: You I got love it. You, girl. I love you too. Anytime. Be well. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on the Uppity Knitter podcast, Celebrity Hobbies Uncovered, a show where your favorite celebrities talk about their unusual hobbies. Join us next time. See you then.
0: The Uppity Knitter podcast is brought to you by Black Chick Productions. Our show is hosted by Saida Garrett. Our producer is Eric Nouri, and we're recorded and edited by Felicia Morris at Morris Media Studios in Los Angeles. Special thanks go out to our friends at iHeartMedia and Seneca Women. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher.
3: dot com slash compatibility